السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين My beloved brothers, my sisters Indeed we are very fortunate to be from among those witnessing not only the month of Dhul Hijjah but the day of Friday within the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah and not only that it is a Friday, but it is the time of the Jumu'ah and the Khutbah. If you look at the collective timings of all of what I've just mentioned, you would realize that the favor of Allah upon us is great. It is a moment of seeking the forgiveness of Allah. So we ask Allah at this particular moment to forgive all of us, whatever we've done in the past, may Allah forgive us. Things we know, things we don't, may Allah forgive us. Allahumma ghfir lana dhunubana wa kaffir anna sayyatina wa tawaffana ma'al abrar. Oh Allah, forgive our sins. Forgive whatever we've done. And grant us resurrection with those who are pious and righteous. It is important to feel the moment. If you're a believer, you feel a Friday. If you're a believer, you feel the month of Ramadan. If you're a believer, you feel the fact that we are in the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah because you're a believer. If you don't feel it, you need to connect and reconnect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we have an iota of Iman in us and believe faith in our hearts, the Quran holds value to us. It does not hold value to others who don't believe because no matter what you say or do, nothing moves them. Guidance is in the hands of Allah. Thank Allah He has guided you and I, but make dua that He guides us further and strengthens us upon that guidance. Because from amongst us, there are those who are weak. And there are those who are slightly stronger. None of us are on the ideal. It is a lifetime struggle to get to a higher level every single day. Check your heart. Does it feel a connection to Allah? Does it feel a connection to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? The minute the name Muhammad is mentioned immediately sallallahu alayhi wasallam, does it affect your heart? Does it do something positive to you? If the answer is yes, mashallah, you are heading in the right direction. Do not let shaitan trap you because he is waiting, he is planning. He knows everyone from their thoughts and their minds. In shaytana yajri bin ibn Adam dam. Shaitan runs in the veins of humankind and shaitan plots every day. With the pious, he plots in a different way. With those who are not that religious, he plots in a different way. The minute you get out of the fold of Islam, he no longer needs to plot because you are where he wanted you to be. That's why people say, how come I'm a Muslim and shaitan comes so much to me. That's because you are in the territory where he does not want you to be. The minute you get into territory where he wants you to be, his job is over. So understand that when you're a believer, you're in the exam room, you're going to write the examination. If you're not, you're not even in the school, let alone the exam room. لا يغرن 
إِنَّكَ تَقَلُّبُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فِي الْبِلَادِ Allah says, don't let the fact that the disbelievers are enjoying on earth deceive you. مَتَاعٌ قَلِيلٌ Allah says, those are provisions for a short period of time. Leave them. Don't worry about them. Worry about yourself. لَا يَضُرُّكُمْ مَنْ ضَلَّ إِذَا اهْتَدَيْتُمْ Allah says, O oh, you who believe, be concerned about yourselves. Those who are astray will not affect you in any negative way if you yourselves are rightly guided. So ask Allah's guidance. That's the reason why on a daily basis we continue to say, In every unit of prayer, salah, guide us to the straight path. Guidance is in the hands of Allah. Many believe they are guided, but they are not guided. Subhanallah, it happens, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ هَلْ نُنَبِّئُكُمْ Should we inform you of those who are in the greatest of loss regarding their deeds? الَّذِينَ ضَلَّ سَعْيُهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَهُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ صُنْعًا Those whose struggle on earth is astray, unacceptable, far off from the mark, yet they themselves think that they are doing good. May Allah protect us from that. So never become arrogant when Allah has allowed you to engage in ibadah. Never become proud when Allah may, has protected you from sin and you might see someone else fall into that sin. Don't let it make you proud because that is exactly the first crime of Iblis alayhi la'natullah, the devil himself. What was his crime? Pride. What else? According to some narrations that we've heard and we've read, Prior to that sin, he was an obedient slave of Allah. I'm sure you may have heard that. What happened? Pride overtook a pious person or a pious creature of Allah. What was the pride? Ana minhu. That's it. I am better than him. I am better than Adam. I am better than him. That feeling made him worse. Allah Almighty warns us to say, be careful, be careful. Oh, son of man. Do not allow the same sin that shaitan fell into to overtake you. May Allah protect us. So when Allah allows you to do good, thank Allah, be humble. When Allah allows you to stay away from bad, thank Allah, be humble. Feel the connection. The connection with anything connected to Allah, you should feel it. ذَلِكَ وَمَن شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِن A sign of the piety of the heart is when the sanctuaries of Allah, that which Allah has given value to, is valuable to you too. It's a sign of closeness to Allah. What did we say? When you see the Qur'an, someone mistreating, maltreating, does it hurt you? Yes, it does. If that's the case, inshallah, you are heading in the right direction. And I'll tell you why we say heading in the right direction. Because sometimes we do the right things. 
We engage in ibadah, we read the Quran, we have a connection with Allah and His Rasul, but we don't understand the trappings of shaitan. Hence the verse I just read earlier from Surah Al-Kahf, where Allah Almighty warns us about those who have lost the plot because they did a lot of good, but they achieved nothing from it. You know what? Sometimes you do a lot of good deeds. Those good deeds are given as gifts to others. Why are they given as gifts to others? They are given as gifts to others because you wronged them, you backbitten them, you slandered them, you accused them, you deceived them, you hurt them, whatever else you may have done against them, not realizing, Hisabuhum Allah. Their Hisab is with Allah, not with you. Who are you? Who am I? Zero, nothing. It is Allah, the Lord of the universe. Maliki Yawmiddin. We are reminded every day so many times who is the owner of the day of judgment? Not you, not me. But sometimes we become such that we forget. The good deeds you did so many, all of them are gone. You get to the day of judgment, the hadith of the muflis comes into action. May Allah protect us. The hadith of the one who is bankrupt. Who is he? He's the one who has a lot of good deeds. His balance is, mashallah, full. But he, he was harming this one. He slandered that one. He wronged that one. He ate the wealth of another. How many pious people are not prepared to share the inheritance in the way Allah teaches? Waste of time. You wasted your life of ibadah. Surrender to the law of Allah and all the other good deeds you did will come to your assistance. But you don't want to surrender for something Allah tested you with. It's over. That was your main test. You lost it. May Allah protect us. So Allah gives us opportunities to turn to Him. Allah gives us on a daily basis salah. One salah read with jama'ah. And the next one you read with jama'ah. The minor sins between the two are automatically dropped and wiped out. Major sin requires specific tawbah and repentance but the minor sins they wiped out you didn't even notice your good deeds that you do they automatically wipe out the bad deeds that's allah his gift what else one jum'ah to another jum'ah the same thing the minor sins gone one Umrah to another Umrah. Don't you feel? I need to turn to Allah. Here comes a Friday. Do you come to the masjid on time? Are you enjoying it? Or are you always in a rush? Last one in, first one out. Subhanallah. Connect yourself a little bit more. Yes, if you have reason, you need to go. You have some perhaps work, something happened. No problem. But at least you enjoy coming to the house of Allah. You prepare. Some of us, no preparation whatsoever. Oh, by the way, it's Jum'ah. Oh, I didn't even realize. If that happens once or twice in your life, it's a bad sign. But it's okay if it's human error, human forgetfulness. But not every Jum'ah. You're a believer. You look forward to the Jum'ah. Wednesday, you say, inshallah, two more days. Thursday, you say, hey, tonight, night, eve of Jum'ah, let's prepare. That's a mu'min. That's a believer. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. May Allah accept us. Ramadan clocks in, you see the moon. Wallahi, a believer can feel the difference even in the food. MashaAllah. A believer feels the difference. Within a few moments, you are in Salatul Taraweeh. The entire atmosphere has changed, but only for the believers. Have you felt it? 
If the answer is yes, good news to you. There is iman in your heart. May Allah help us to strengthen it. Dhul Hijjah has just set in. The moon was just sighted. MashaAllah. Do you feel we are in the 10 most blessed days of the entire year? More blessed than the days of Ramadan. Did you know that? Right now, we are in days that are more blessed in Ramadan from a certain angle. What is it? You might say, no man, come on, Ramadan different. Ramadan, the nights are the most powerful. Dhul Hijjah, the days are more powerful. Difference. You see the difference? Laylatul Qadr is a night of decree. The most powerful night in the whole year as mu'mineen. The last 10 nights of Ramadan, most powerful. But the days, first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. You see the difference? Nights, Ramadan. Days, first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. So what do you do in these days? Well, you do as much ibadah as you can. What is it? You try to fast for the first 9 days. The 10th day is the... Eid, haram to fast on the day of Eid. Ayyamu tashriqi, ayyamu aklin wa shurbin wa dhikrin lillah. The Prophet Muhammad tells us those days of tashriq, they are the days of eating and drinking and remembering Allah. Notice how he says eating and drinking and remembering Allah. He doesn't say eating and drinking, enjoying and forgetting Allah. No. You eat and drink on the day of Eid, but guess what? There's an extra salah that you fulfill. Closeness to Allah. Takbirat, more on that day. Closeness to Allah. Oh Allah, I thank you for giving me this joyous day. This is why we say when people are getting married and there's joy and happiness, Allah's giving you that happiness. Do not displease Allah ever. On the day that He gave you as joy to celebrate, be it the days of Eid, or the days of your nikah, or what else it may be in terms of goodness, a Friday, or whatever else it may be, it's a day of Eid. If it is a day of Eid, do not displease Allah. Not like you're allowed to displease Him elsewhere, but you need to be more careful. And look at Shaitan's trap. He comes to us on those particular days and makes us dress inappropriately, go to inappropriate places, listen to inappropriate things, do inappropriate things because we think, oh, Ramadan, I had so much of sabr. This is the day of Eid. Eid for who? For Allah or for Shaitan? May Allah grant us ease. So during these 10 days, the Prophet Muhammad says, ما من أيام العمل الصالح فيهن أحب إلى الله من هذه العشر There are no days. Notice we are using the term days, not the nights. We, it's referring to the entire 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. But the hadith is specific by saying there are no days in which good deeds are more loved by Allah than these 10 days. Which are the 10 days? 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. And the verse of the Quran in Surah Al-Fajr make mention of the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. The term used is Layalin Ashr. You know when you travel somewhere and someone says, how many days did you stay for? You say, I stayed for 10 nights. What are you talking about? You're talking about 10 days, right or wrong? Because they calculate the payment of the hotels by nights. You're using the term nights. But in actual fact, you stayed for 10 days. Do you agree? Allah Almighty says, وَالْفَجُرُ وَلَيَالٍ عَشُرٍ 
وَالشَّفْعِ وَالْوَتْرِ I'm sure you've heard these verses so many times. Allah is the only one allowed to take an oath by things He's created. We are not allowed to take an oath by anyone or anything besides Allah. Allah takes an oath by Al-Fajr, the dawn. And then He takes an oath by the ten days of Dhul-Hijjah. And He refers to them as Layalin Ashr. Why? Because of the greatness. Allah does not take a qasam by anything unless there is greatness to it. My brothers, my sisters, seek the forgiveness of Allah in these days. Seeking the forgiveness is one of the biggest acts of worship you can engage in because if you are forgiven, you're granted entry into Jannah. But it comes hand in hand with changing your life. Watch what you say because what you say can eradicate the good deeds you've done. Watch your mouth. Don't say unnecessary things. Don't hurt and harm and slander and backbite. Sometimes your life will turn upside down in a matter of time because of words you've uttered. Allah protect us. My brothers, my sisters, dhikr of Allah, the remembrance of Allah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu akbar, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, this should be increased during these days. You might ask me how many times, hundred times and more a day, we don't want to specify a number, each one on his own level. If we tell you exactly this number, what if someone doesn't have so much of time or energy, or they might not be that pious, we are telling you, even if you read it once, twice, come on, it's a start. See the power of it. Look at what it does for you. More than anything, learn the meaning of it before you start. Praise be to Allah. Glory be to Allah. Allah is the greatest. No might, no power except that of Allah. Subhanallah, Rabbil Alameen. Lord of the worlds. And we're repeating these beautiful words. Allah loves good deeds the most in these days. If the hadith is telling you, Kalimatani khafifatani ala lisani, thaqilatani fil mizani habibatani ila rahmani, subhanallahi wa bihamdihi, subhanallahi al-azim. There are two words that you say that are very heavy on the scale, very light on the tongue, very loved by Allah. They are glory be to Allah, praise be to Allah, subhanallahi wa bihamdihi, subhanallahi al-azim. Allah the greatest. If these words are most loved by Allah and most heavy on the scale on any ordinary day, what about inside these 10 days? Don't you think they'll change your life by the qudra and power of Allah if you say it sincerely? Pick up the Quran and do the tilawah and the recitation of the Quran. More so now, try to finish the Quran in these 8-9 days that are remaining. Finish it. Why not? Make an effort. Your life will change. Don't you want to change your life? People are struggling with everything, but they don't want the real solution. They want worldly solutions. You ask a brother, I'm suffering. Why? I lost my job. Brother, your spiritual job you lost when you abandoned Salah. Totally, but that didn't bother you. That to you is not a worry. In reality, a mu'min, if you ask him, how are you? He says, I'm totally stressed because I missed one salah. Then you're talking business. But who says that today? Have you ever heard anyone when you ask them, how's things? MashaAllah, people may say, Alhamdulillah, that's the correct answer. But if there is a complaint, what do they complain about? They complain about how something worldly is missing. And they don't complain about how something spiritual is gone. 
May Allah Almighty strengthen all of us. So these are the blessed days. These are beautiful days. I could go on and on, but this is only the first five mils that we are giving. I pray that Allah strengthen me to begin with. Make me a better person. Forgive my shortcomings. And make us such that we earn Jannatul Firdaus in the companionship of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I pray exactly the same and more for all of you and all of us as an Ummah. May Allah increase our love, our Mahabba. May we strengthen together and may we stand up for the Ummah together. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala Muhammad.